congratulations, Mrs. Votberg. You have accomplished something that, in hindsight, I don't know if I thought we were going to accomplish this. Do you know what it is? Getting a 200 episodes on the podcast. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for making the podcast worth recording so that we enjoy this so much Mm. and we enjoy hearing from you guys so much. We're 200 episodes in and we can't wait till the next one. Yeah. It's one of our favorite parts of the week. Yeah, it It really really is. is. It It really is. Uh, but before we, this is kind of the intro and you, I do, I do not want to get ahead of ourselves. So we should probably do the actual intro, right? Don't you think? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. I do want to say before we jump into this, Katie already said thank you, but I want to say thank you particularly to you folks that have left ratings and reviews, because I think Katie and I were so fixated on getting to 1000 ratings and reviews. We kind of stopped honestly, like paying attention after that. And then we went back there and was like, Katie, we went, I went back to iTunes, I should say, to see, you know, what was going on over there. If people were saying anything nice about the podcast and you folks have left some really, really encouraging reviews over there recently. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Not only does that encourage Katie and I to see that feedback, but it also helps the podcast reach more people. So thanks for taking the time to do that. And if you haven't done that, we would love it if you went to iTunes and left a rating or a review. And now that our podcast, or not now, but yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed to this channel yet, we'd love that. Give this video a thumbs up. I mean, really anything else you want to do, leave a comment on there, share it. We, we appreciate all those things. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll into the intro now. All right, you guys. So I already kind of botched Elisha's intro because I jumped in. I jumped the gun to just talking already. I thought we were just like jumping right in. I honestly think we can recover from it. Okay, that's good. We've recovered from worse (laughs) for 200 episodes. And that's kind of what this uh, episode is all about, I guess. It's just kind of going through and reliving some of the highlights and the lowlights of 200 episodes. And you guys, some of you have been there all the way when the podcast was just in its audio form before we were doing audio and video. Let us know down in the comments when you found the Now That We're a Family podcast. I think that'd be really fun to see who is the oldest person to be here because we started this in when? 2018. Was it 2018? I was pregnant with Lewis. Lewis. Okay. Lewis is three and a half. So yeah. So four, yeah. Four and a half years ago, I guess. No, really? Well, 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 I don't know. I'm bad at, (laughs) you can see, I think you can see when our first episode was posted. Yeah. We'll need to go in and do that. Yeah, it started. We started this 200 episodes ago, is when we started it. Yeah, that's all we're clear on yes. right now, statistically. So, we were going to ask each other a few questions. Am I going to go first? You're sure. going to yeah, go, go first. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Where was the strangest place that you remember recording the podcast? Oh, wow. Okay. That's fun. Didn't see that question coming. Uh, okay. So yeah. So, we started obviously in our little apartment, and then we did a couple episodes in your parents' guest house which was fun. And then we've recorded a handful in our car mm-hmm. for sure at different places. Um, then we went to our, we went to our another, another apartment. 
Do you like how I'm answering this question? Yeah, that was good. We were in yeah, the master yeah. bedroom closet yes, in our apartment. Yes, which was a great place to record the podcast. We both like that. But I think now that I'm remembering, for me, I think it was in that hotel in Victoria, British Columbia. Remember when we recorded that episode? No, I don't. I didn't write that one down. Yeah, so I'd say that was that's like a fun memory is when we brought everything to Victoria. Remember that vacation? That yeah, was awesome. Oh, I remember the yeah. vacation. Was it a, was it our anniversary? It was, it was for our anniversary. You were pregnant at that Very point pregnant. with, um, Lewis. with Lewis. Yeah. 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 You're right. So it must've been pretty early on then in the podcasting days. And we weren't going to miss a week. Yes. So we brought our stuff and recorded in a hotel room. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because yeah. I totally forgot well, about that. So then that. what did you think of when you thought of that question? I thought of a few of the places that you mentioned. I think one of them was my sister's closet. I thought was one of the strangest times. We didn't have um, our mics with us. Oh. And so we just pulled out my iPhone and sat in the closet nice. on the floor and both talked into the iPhone. And you guys can probably tell which one that was because the audio is so bad. <laughs> but that was really fun. We just, we just didn't want to miss. Yes. We recorded a lot at my dad's office too when we were living in Centralia. Remember that? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Good question. Okay. My turn? Yeah, it's your okay. turn. Okay. Okay, cool. Were you, I feel like you're disappointed with my answer. Are no, you doing, I'm just okay, waiting for the that? next question. Okay. Sorry. I'll move along. <laughs> okay. Um, what was the most embarrassing thing you've said on the podcast? Okay. Well, I have no clue about that. I would have to go back and re-listen. Yeah, but nothing stands out. Like Does something a, stand out to you? I don't know. I think we've both said a lot of really embarrassing things. That is the, one of the perks. It's like a pro and con pro, there's the pros and cons, you know, of being naive and like being homeschooled is that you don't know a lot of the, like, you know, secret meanings of things like the double entendres and the euphemisms that you'll say. And so I think that we do that often and people will tell me afterwards and I'm like, well, you know, get your head out of the gutter. So I think it's one of those things where in the moment you and I are rarely embarrassed. It's yeah, like, I mean, I could think of it. I've, there's been a few times where I've said something and you've been like, what? Hmm. But I mean, I wouldn't do it again for a new episode. I wouldn't repeat anything I've said that was embarrassing before. Yeah, neither would I, I don't think. So I've definitely been embarrassed on the podcast before. Me too. So that was good. Have you ever thought about quitting the podcast? Hmm, have I ever thought about quitting the podcast? I don't think so. I've been pretty committed to this thing. I think one, when I'm, when we've, when we're having a blast with it, it's like, of course you're not going to consider quitting it. And then when I'm just bummed in life, it's just always been, uh, like a, a little bit of a, um, escape. I think it's like, it's, it's fun to focus on when it's going well. And then when the rest of life's not going well, it kind of served as an escape, I think for us. Don't you think? Did you ever consider quitting the podcast? Yeah, definitely. When I was pregnant with Lewis, we were living in the fifth wheel and we were, I was so sick and so tired. I think you did a couple episodes by yourself during that season because mm. I was just like over it. We had to, there was no place to record because the kiddos were asleep in the trailer and we were used to recording after they went to bed. We couldn't do that. So I don't know. We had to wait till so late to record and sit in the car and... I was just sick and tired and did not want to do that anymore. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. so glad we did it. Like, I'm so glad that Elisha cared so much about the podcast. Like I, I say this all the time. Like he's the only reason the podcast is here. And because you figured out how to run it initially, get it off the ground. Sure. But then 
you've been the one who, who's like, okay, well, it's okay. You can go in and you can go to bed and I'll just record the episode <laughs> like at 11 at night or at one in the morning. Mm. And so he's taken a few of those harder weeks where I was just like, I don't think I can do this, nor do I want to. And has kept it going. So yeah, props I've, to you. Cause I love it. I love it now. We're in a, and I've, and I've loved it for the majority of the time, but that mm. was definitely a season where I was like, I could care less about this thing. Yeah, I think that it's really served as, you know, we talk a lot about systems and like habits and different things that we've implemented in our life. And I think the podcast, I've always viewed it as a system for myself to keep me, um, to hold myself accountable in regards to, it's like journaling. You know, like when you journal consistently, you're faced with the reality as to whether or not you're growing, like you're learning new things. Like when you sit down and journal and you're like, man, I haven't been in the word at all, or like I haven't been reading any new content and it comes out when you journal. I think that the podcast was kind of that for me. Whereas every week I'd sit down and there were weeks where it's like really convicting where, where I just had nothing new or exciting to talk about because I felt like I was just in, in a rut when it came to my own growth and development. And so I think that I, I saw the value on a very, it was very selfish. It's like, I want to hold myself accountable to growing. And this is one of the few ways I can see consistently doing that. Cause I wasn't a cons- or nor am I still like a, a consistent journaler. Um, and so I feel like it serves as that time in the week where I can reflect, think about what I've been learning, what I've been thinking about. And then obviously pontificate about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Next question that I'm going to ask you. Um, what's been the most rewarding part of doing the podcast? I think the most rewarding part, or I'd say the best part in general for me is seeing when you guys share the podcast and say what episode really stuck out to you or what you loved most about an episode. Two things. One, seeing the variety of who our listeners are is so cool to me because it's really like, it's rare that we get to see who you guys are. And so that's fun. That's really fun feedback. This very rewarding feedback. And also just is very encouraging and motivating to be like, Oh, they appreciated that episode. Um, they thought that was worth, you know, telling someone else about, I want to continue to grow and learn and create more episodes like that. So I would definitely say just seeing what sticks out to other people. Um, our listeners (laughs) is by far the most rewarding part. Yeah, I think that that obviously is rewarding for me. One of the more rewarding things for me has been people that we know personally um, that we've like we were friends with before we did the podcast, and and maybe we even felt criticized from early on when we started the podcast because it's like, what, you know, what are you, who are you guys to have a podcast? What are you going to talk about? What do you have to offer? And then come back and be like, oh my word, I listened to your podcast, and that's so encouraging. And I think that was always that's always been rewarding for me because you or I proved you wrong. No, it's not a it's not a proved you wrong. I think that it really it you and I have always wanted to have an attitude or a posture, maybe of um, yeah, it's just being conversational. And I don't think you or I have ever felt like we want to teach or speak with this dogmatic authority on an issue, but we like including other people into the things that we're learning that we're having conversations on. And I think that that has, um, that, that came across to some of our friends are like, Oh my good, that word that started like a really cool conversation, you know, with my wife or or my husband or whatever. And that's been really rewarding. It always means a lot when it's the people that are close to you, that really care about you, that really know you Mm. when they say, okay, I feel like that was worth sharing. Like that's, 
that really means a lot. Yes. And that is something that with pretty much anything we've started, but especially the podcast, you we've kind of had to forego. And I think a lot of people could relate to that. You kind of have to forego that initial approval. Mm. Uh, maybe when you're starting something new, cause people are a little nervous, like what's going to happen? What are they going to talk about? What's, yeah. you know, so that's encouraging. You're right. Nice. Okay. Uh, are you going to ask me a question or am I going Oh again? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go next. Okay. Okay. What episode did you feel most nervous to record? Wow. I think I was usually pretty nervous when I recorded an episode without you because I mean, for obvious reasons, you know, it was all, I had to bear the brunt, you know, I had to carry the weight on my shoulders. I know. I've um, never had to do that. I think anytime. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I look back, I think it, I look at some of the titles, you know, when it regards to birth control, regards to like roles in marriage, some of those hot topics, because you are, you, we don't like being inflammatory in anything that we do. And some subjects just in and of themselves are that way. Yeah. And so I think when you're doing something, even if you aren't that like, you know, triggered by it or not that emotional, you know that the subject matter is triggering to other people. I think that's always a little unnerving for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think that, and I still have, this is crazy. Even when I look back at old episodes, the nature of, I think being a Christian and growing in Christ, grown in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, is it means that like things you thought two years ago, you don't think now. And the problem is, is that the things we thought two years ago or four years ago, we said, you know, we maybe even said it with conviction. And now it's four years later. And you're like, oh boy, I was, I did not understand that Bible passage in its full context. And I, and yet I presented it in that way. Um, and so I think stuff like that is, uh, can be really paralyzing a little bit, debilitating, you know, whether you're talking on a podcast or writing just as a Christian, it's easy to get just overwhelmed with God's word. And like, the more you grow, you're like, boy, I, I thought I, I thought I knew what this meant, you know, three years ago, it's become so much more deep and profound to me now. And it's the insights are all the more rewarding. And so I think there is time, there are times where we'll all look back at just the tiles of past episodes and I'll be like, you know what I think I said then? And I don't think that was necessarily how I feel now or what I think, you know, the Bible says now, but anyways, that's just a part of being a Christian, I think, is that you grow. Um, and so, yeah, what about you? Yeah. I said the episode on submission. Hmm. That was the one I was most nervous to record because I, the podcast was still pretty new at that point. We are still writing out, like I was writing out things that were word for word that I wanted to say. And I think that the audio version made that easier to do because I could just like hold up my book and read it. Hmm. Whereas like the video, you guys like know if I'm reading like my four <laughs> sentences that I really wanted to have said exactly how I wrote them out. Uh, but I was really nervous on that episode because I wasn't also super sure who our listeners were at that point in time. And I didn't know how they would receive what we were saying. And I just felt a lot less comfortable communicating truths that I believed at that point in time. I think if we did the same episode today, I'd feel a lot more confident and comfortable sharing it, knowing that there's going to be feedback and disagreement and, and that's just a part of life. Uh, but at that point, I think my confidence was very like wavering hmm. every episode we did. I wanted to be affirmed for it and not come into any kind of confrontation yes. or I just like quit altogether and run and hide in a hole. Yes. So 
thankfully that episode was really well received and mm-hmm. I've been grateful for it. Uh, but like you said, it's just topics that by nature are inflammatory, but at a certain point we get to a stage in our life where we feel like we really feel like we need to say something hmm. on this topic mm-hmm. and stop just pushing it under the rug. And I feel like we have a few topics like that right now where it hasn't been the right time. We don't feel called to speak on these things. Uh, but I, but at some point we might feel like the Lord's really prompting us to share and we both feel aligned on that yeah. and it's time to share and I, I'll probably get nervous again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a few things brewing now where it's like, I think yeah, we talk we're about like, them we'll or... just, we'll look at the question and be like, oh, we don't, we don't answer that question yes. on, on air or yes. on the podcast. But we will at some point probably. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Hey, you guys, I just wanted to tell you real quick about my homeschooling course, Homeschooling the First Three Years. It's all about laying a foundation of joy and confidence and fun and simplified homeschool in your home. So if you're in a place where maybe you're considering homeschooling your kiddos in the next few years, then this course is for you. It's going to break down not only what we do for homeschool and our family and what we've done for the first three years in homeschool, but it's also going to show you exactly how that looks. So I'm going to take a camera around with me vlog style and show you how does it look to homeschool with a baby? How does it look to homeschool with a toddler? How does it look to homeschool multiple grades at one time? How do you navigate um, different learning tendencies? How do you navigate your learning style as a teacher? And how do you motivate children and get them to love learning? I love homeschooling my kids. One of my favorite things that I get to do with them each day. And it's something that I want you to love doing with your children as well. So if you look down in the description box, you will be able to find a discount code where you can get a discount off of homeschool the first three years. And I really hope that it blesses your home. What are you most looking forward to going forward with the podcast? What am I most looking forward to? That's a good question. So I think it's pretty cool. The people that Elisha is able to interview right now Mm. and me, but I do less interviews straight up because if he can take that time and do it, that's great. I don't (laughs) have to. Um, And I get to listen back to the episodes afterwards. And I love that. I love bringing in other voices that have, I don't know, just so much wisdom, have so much expertise and a different perspective and they're just beyond our scope of knowledge or understanding. Mm. And I love learning from these people. And so it's really awesome for Elisha and I to be able to sit down and be like, what would we want to ask this person? Yeah. And be able to directly ask them questions or things that are on our hearts and minds. And so I love that aspect of the podcast that we introduced in, was it 2022? Was yeah, it last year? Yeah. When we started interviewing people. Yeah. When yeah. we started doing the interviews and that's been a really big blessing to us and something that I would love to do more in the future mm. with the podcast. Yeah. I feel like that is a huge win for just me personally. Just like you said, it is for you personally, where I become the recipient of the content or, or like, or like the, the, the the wealth of knowledge, you know, that these people are able to share and I get to ask them questions that I'm genuinely curious about. And so that's really fun for me from like a very selfish standpoint, just being like, Oh sweet. I get to ask this person, this specific question I've always wanted to ask them that. Yeah. And you do a great job. It's a whole different thing to interview someone versus just like 
you know, Elisha and I having a conversation. And so I really do enjoy the way you interview. And I'd say like the, now that we're a family podcast is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to when it's you and someone else. Oh, nice. Wow. (laughs) When I'm out of it, I enjoy listening to it a lot more. Uh, yeah. So what about you is, what would you say is something you're looking forward to? Yeah. I really do like interviewing people and, um, I like, you know, it's, it's a, I think early on you wanted to, we wanted to interview people that maybe would bring credibility to our platform or even help grow our platform. And that certainly obviously is a huge perk moving forward. You know, like I think those things can definitely still be a factor, but as we're kind of like going through the people that we're reaching out to and in communication with about interviewing them, I'm excited because I feel like they're people that like that as far as I know, other people don't know about, but I really want to have their story be told, you know, and mm-hmm. I want to have their wisdom be shared to the world because I think I've said this before, a lot of the people that I look up to the most, this is no bash on people that build a platform or communicate online because obviously, you know, I, I, why would I bash those people? That's what I'm doing. But uh, <laughs> the people that I really in my life look up to the most, respect the most do not have a platform. They're not mm-hmm. sharing their story on a large scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just very much like in a local way impacting their community. And that inspires me that like that really gets me fired up. And I want to hear how they're doing that. Uh, because I, it, it's fun being at a place with, you know, I'd say a year ago, my identity was very much wrapped up in, in having a podcast or having a platform and wanting to grow it. And it's like, I want it to be successful. That was the drive. And it's fun just as I maybe I've grown or I've, um, probably, yeah, just grown and matured, really enjoy my family. It's like, I feel like this is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing now. And it's the thing that we should be doing. Um, but I also get really excited as to like someday I don't have an online platform and I'm just in my local community serving, like that gets me fired up. Mm -hmm. And so I like learning from those people and, uh, like those people, I say those people, like people that are, you know, pouring into their home, they're thriving in their marriage, they're discipling their children, they're committed to their local assembly. They are thriving in their marketplace. You know, they're taking care of their health. They've, they're giving energy, they're, you know, spreading the gospel and they're advancing the kingdom that like, that is awesome. Like it just gets me fired up when I talk to those people in real life. And, and I think it would get us fired up if we were doing that in a different, that not on the online platform. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 But you want to bring their stories basically to more people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think the people that I'm most encouraged by are just people that are being faithful on their day in and day out life. Yes. Um, How do you think the podcast has changed the most? This is going to be, well, you can say your answer. Okay. And then I'll give you multiple choice. How about that? Oh, really? So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Give me multiple choice. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. You, you just freestyle. (laughs) Then I will. How has it changed the most? Yeah. Well, maybe you should give me multiple choice because... I'll, I'll give you some ideas of what I was thinking, okay? Okay. Okay. So with scripts versus how we record now, Okay. the video yeah, versus a, yep. um, the length mm-hmm. or the set. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would have thought of any of those things. So, <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I had to do multiple that, those, choice. I mean, obviously, like going from just audio to adding the video, that's a very like practical, technical change. And then the length, obviously it's changed that way. 
We used to do like 20 minute episodes. Yeah. It was long if it was 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then this month has been like, goodness gracious, we're at 50 minutes again. How did that happen? Yeah. Not this week though. I don't think we're going to do that. No, no, no. We're going to keep it short this yes, week. Yes. We're going to keep it short this week. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, that's, I mean, I think it's probably changed. I, when I look back at, but boy, yeah, I don't know. I think that as we, oh, <laughs> Um, he doesn't want to pick one of my answers. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. How has it changed the most? I would say, hmm. I even think like set wise, like it used to be, it's all audio, right? So it didn't matter to me. That's one of the biggest differences Hmm. probably because it's like, we would do this after the kids went to bed. I'd always have just like a messy bun or like be sweaty or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just like no makeup. And then we sit down anywhere and everywhere and pull out our mics and record a podcast. Yeah. And then once you added in the visual element of stuff, I really bucked that. Yeah. You guys know that we started the visual of, okay, we're going to do YouTube, did it for a few episodes. I was like, I hate this, can't do it. Elisha was gracious, <laughs> let it drop for a while. And then we started it back up again. And now I love it. I love the interaction piece of YouTube and being able to, there's a lot more interaction on YouTube than there is on like a podcast app. You know, like on the, on the apps, you really only have reviews yeah. and that's how you hear he feedback from people. But on YouTube, it's like, you guys get to see us and we kind of get to see you through the comments and your profiles and stuff like that. So it's not to the same extent as if we were having a conversation, but we get to know you a little bit more. So that all changed. But then it started mattering, like not just how you look, but like how your lighting looks, how your cameras look, how your, you know, I will say just added complexity. Something that's changed from the early years is because, well, one, when we started, we didn't have a lot of listeners. So there wasn't a lot of back and forth and feedback, but as we've grown, uh, our audience, I feel like there's also become, it's, it's what you were saying. I feel like we're, it is more of a dialogue. Obviously we're the ones talking, but I feel like we base a lot more of our episodes on consistent questions we're getting or comments we're getting, whether that's on YouTube comments or in emails or on Instagram DMs, like those three places we kind of like, we'll go through and be like, Oh man, we're hearing a lot of this. And then you and I think about it and we're like, what do we think about that? Or how, the, how has that affected our life? And we kind of stew on it for maybe a few weeks, maybe. And then we're like, yeah, let's talk about that. And so I do feel like the listeners are influencing, uh, more of what we talk about than ever before, which is really fun. Yeah. And it's also really nice because, you know, we probably had our first like 10 topics we thought we would talk about when we first started. And now a question we get a lot actually is how do you come up with content for the podcast? And it's like, you guys, yes, that's great. (laughs) it's just never ending. I never feel like we're going to run out. Yes. Um, thanks to our listeners and the questions you ask and the concerns you have. And, um, And then obviously incredible guests. Yeah. I would say I am blown away with how gracious our audience is because I think that had I had known we were 200 episodes in and we were able to kind of be online doing various things full time for our income, not just the podcast, but obviously YouTube and digital products. But the podcast is a big part of that. I would have thought we would have to undergo a lot more negativity 
than yeah. what we do. And that's certainly obviously a part of being online. We still have to undergo negativity, but by and large, I'm just blown away with how encouraging and uplifting our audience is to us. Like they, you guys yeah. are just so encouraging to us. And it's, uh, it's really humbling because it's like, I know just as a consumer, it's so much, it's so much easier to engage with people when you've got negative feelings towards them. That's why there is so much negative interaction online. Like when you're, when you feel good towards somebody, you don't really do anything. You're just kind of like, Oh, that's great. I really appreciate what they said. And you move on with their, your life. But when you're really upset with what somebody says, you're far more compelled to, you know, write something or, you know, interact in, in, in that way. So the fact that people are going out of their way to be encouraging and positive just really means a lot to me. And it's like, yeah, is there negativity and is negativity worth working through if you believe in what you're doing and you enjoy what you're doing? Absolutely. But by and large, I've been surprised, ple- pleasantly surprised with how much positive feedback we've gotten and how much encouragement we've gotten through these 200 episodes. Yeah, I I would never have guessed that we'd be able to talk about the things that we've been able to talk about. And the word that, and just, I guess the word that comes to mind is gracious. Mm-hmm. Our listeners are so gracious. Yes. You guys are so gracious. And you're so gracious in your disagreements. Like yes. some of us have like big doctrinal differences or like big I don't know, theological differences, just like lots of different differences, different opinions. But the way you guys state them is so kind, mm. like better than I could do. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, better than you? No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> better than I could do if I had those same differences with someone else. Sure. I'm like, wow, you're choosing to overlook like some big stuff in my life that doesn't line up with yours and still point out what you think is helpful. Like, that takes a lot of maturity and it's something that I want to grow into. And, um, yeah, so I'm just really, really amazed. It gives me a lot of excitement to go forward and continue sharing because of how well you guys receive it. And, um, so anyways, thank you so much. Yeah. That's, that's a big part of how enjoyable this is. And we have had multiple people who are also online be like, where is your audience from? Like your listeners are so kind. Mm. Your viewers are so kind. Like I didn't know that could exist online. Yes. And so, yeah, we're just really humbled because it's definitely nothing that we've done. It's just the people that the Lord has brought into our lives. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly right. And like you said, it's the way people are, are willing to disagree with us in such a gracious way. Yeah. It's not like people are just telling like, yeah, we agree. This is awesome. Thanks for saying this. Obviously we appreciate that, but it's, I almost appreciate it more when people are so thoughtful in how they disagree and, and it makes us truly consider their point of view, like, which is obviously a lesson for life. You know, like if you really want your viewpoint to be considered, you have to use some, some tact, you know, and, and come at it with some, with, um, making them, you know, like so that they want to consider your point of view. And, uh, yeah, I really feel like our, our listeners do that. So thank you. Yeah. I don't have any more questions. Okay. Okay, Great. Um, well, this is kind of negative, but I I can't remember if I asked this one. I I asked most embarrassing, asked most rewarding, right? What you're most looking forward to. Okay. Do you have a biggest regret from the podcast? Biggest regret from the podcast. That's a good question. Maybe you guys could tell me what my regrets should be. <laughs> I do feel like with the nature of the way we put things out, 
into the world, there has to be an element of just letting it go when you're done Hmm. because otherwise it can be very crippling. Hmm. I do think there are certain episodes where I regret like the audio wasn't working or, you know, something technical wasn't working. (laughs) Looking over at me. Who else am I going to look over at? At At the beginning we, and just intermittently, like our mics would go out and hmm. like, thankfully we have someone who is incredible that takes care of all that for us now. But there was just stuff that, you know, we go and we record our podcast and like, we have this hour to do it before the kids get up. And so it's yes. like, we're recording, like, this is our time, whether or not the tech is supportive or not. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think those are some of my regrets because some of the episodes... It doesn't happen a lot, but like one or two of the episodes I really like Mm. are very painful to listen to just from an audio standpoint. And so that's something that I'd be like, oh man, if we could go back and change that, that'd be great. But after recording the whole episode, we're like not going to do that again for a while. Yeah. I I mean, I second that when it comes to just when the technique, yeah. When I've failed on the technical side of it things, wasn't like it was saying, me. It, was it wasn't me, saying you failed. It's just like when technology has failed us. Yes. And I'm over the technology. I'm over the technical department, or at least I was at the time of its failure. So <laughs> falls on my shoulders. No, I'm with you there. Um, but yeah, I think that that has been a big bummer. It's like, wow, we, we both like give each other a high five and we're like, that was a great episode. Like, so I fun. loved what yeah. you said, like you too. And I, you know, I look down like, oh, it wasn't recording. <laughs> You know, no. you're like, are you kidding me right now? Uh, so that's happened a couple times, which is a couple times too many, really. Really, it's not bad though for 200 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I also group. think like there was a time where we used to, basically when we were living in Washington, where I feel like we were under a lot of spiritual attack for whatever reason, because every day that we recorded the podcast, we'd get in a big fight mm. and then we'd have to resolve the fight before we could record the podcast because it's like, you can't just go into recording a podcast, hating your co-host. I mean, yeah. maybe you can, but not, not me. Yeah. It's like, I, I regret I'm with you. I thought of those things when I thought of the regret thing was like the fights that we would basically have to, or the arguments we'd like pause the episode, argue for two and a half hours, you know, yeah, until it's like one in the morning or two in the morning where okay, we need to finish this episode. Usually we would reconcile and then go finish the episode. Yeah, we weren't going to finish it. We've never finished an episode unreconciled. Exactly. But this happened in a very specific season of life. Like yes. that's not normal. Yeah. And yeah, I think we just, that, that was not a good season for our marriage. Like in yeah. hindsight, I mean, it's good in that we like made it through that season, you know, and we learned yeah. a lot from it, but yeah, I don't think we were. But I don't even know if it's a regret because I feel like the podcast was the only thing that we did together that mm-hmm. forced conversations happening. Like weekly, we had to sit down and communicate through something hmm. and be on the same team. And so I do think like that was healthy, keeping that like a relationship aerated wasn't very fun yes. at that season, but I do think the podcast actually ended up being very healthy for us Yes, um, to get that stuff out mm-hmm. that maybe we needed to, that could have gone unsaid. And then big time. I think that that's been reconcile. Th- that's been such a blessing in doing the podcast. Uh, a consistent blessing is having something that we, sh- that we do together. Like even when we're not, when our heart doesn't seem to be in it or we're not having a blast doing it, we're doing it and it feels obligatory, 
but we're doing it together. I think that is something that is so beneficial to, to marriages, uh, just having a thing that you always do together. And it's funny, we were, we were watching a movie a while back and she was like, they were, it was this older couple, but they had like grown apart. And she was, I forget what she said, but basically she's just kind of like, I don't care. Like if you want to rob a bank or if you want to do this, or if you want to do that, she's like, I just want to do something with you. Like I want to do, I want there to be something that we can do together Mm -hmm. now. And I was like, oh, that really, I think is a valuable thing in marriage. When you have that thing that you do consistently together, um, in a, like, that's not just the normal mundane life, but that's not just like, yeah, we eat dinner together. You know, we sleep in the same bed and we raise the same kids. It's like, no, we, we lead this study together or we do this podcast together or we are in the soccer league together. We show up every Tuesday for the game. I think it's really fun to have those things and it's, it's really helpful to a marriage. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to kind of even just think through our, the course of the podcast and the seasons of our marriage that, we've been on, I think for the most part, we go into the podcast being like, oh, cool. We get to do this episode. Um, but yeah, that season sticks out as about six or seven months where it was just like pulling teeth to do it, mm-hmm. but it, the Lord was using it mm-hmm. in our lives. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's we're gonna officially say that's a wrap. Yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us on these 200 episodes or the last two episodes or yes. this episode. You know, we're happy you're here. And it'll be fun to see how the podcast continues to morph and change yes. over the next few years as Lord continues to lead. Yes. Thank you all so much. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.